0: welcome to tanya j Wright. this podcast is brought to you by praise you for the rest station and what we will be discussing in this podcast is how to relate our everyday life to christ welcome and thank you for coming. So today I want to talk about the love of God. The love of God is so encompassing. It doesn't see our faults. It doesn't see our weaknesses. It just loves. God loves us so much and we have a perception in the world that god doesn't love us and god doesn't care about us as soon as something bad happens we blame god we don't see his love and that is a tragedy because god infinitely waits for us to make a decision to accept jesus christ as our lord and savior you know um And he's patiently waiting for us to make that choice. He loves us through our hurts. He loves us through our brokenheartedness. He loves us through our disappointments. But instead of returning that love to him, we come to him with blame. We cuss him out. We tell him he doesn't exist. We turn our backs on him and say we are not going to serve him, that he is a liar all because of a series of events that happen in the earth realm. not fair at all. One of the things that must be taken into account is the fact that we have free will. We as people get to choose what we are going to do. God cannot make us do anything right um and people get into situations that place them sometimes in harm's way and sometimes people are just stubborn they're not going to listen to God. you know I think I was around eighteen or nineteen. And I, I was just getting my first experience of drinking alcohol and going out. I had my own apartment, you know, and I'm going to go out to this bar. Went out to the bar with my friends, whatever. Came home. I was out of this world drunk, right? I was so drunk. I knew I shouldn't have been driving. But. As I was coming from the west side to the east side. I said my God. I need help get home. And I promise you. I got home that night. And I knew. It was only by the grace of God that I got home. You know. He loves us. With an everlasting love. And. Romans um, five eight says that God commands His love towards us that while we were yet sinner, Christ died for us. So before we could do anything, before we were brought into the earth realm, He had already sent a sacrifice for us to be saved, and His love continued you know a lot of people are not going to make the choice um to accept Jesus just facts and even if your final destination in the spiritual side is hell he'll even love you there it's just that some people are not going to choose God And that's unfortunate because he doesn't want us not to choose him. But, hey, it is what it is. You can't make people do things. And... The wages of sin is death. Period. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But... The wages of sin is death, period. So sometimes we do things, we get ourselves into a situation, and we can't get out of it. Sometimes there is grace to bring us out, but again... (laughs) Uh, Romans six twenty three is just the wages. If you are living a life that is not at at least going toward the trajectory of God, uh, say you're a bank robber. Say you rob people. Say you you do bad things. You 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 drink. You you do. You just pick whatever you want to do to do, and not listen to Him. That's going to lead to death in some instances. Sometimes, death is um, unexpected. And it's a painful thing um, when a series of unfortunate events happens to one of our loved ones and they die. And, you know, I lost uh, seven family members in under three years here recently. Um, uh, uh, it's just up through 2020, it's been a horrible time, but the majority of those people I knew were their eternal resting places and I'm going to miss them here, not being able to see them, but we can't blame God. God. Because people choose to do what they choose to do. And some things aren't for us to know. There is nowhere in history where God states in any place in any time in the Bible that someone is his grandchild. We are all the children of God. And he has a right to put your beginning date and your end date. You know, a lot of times people want to know why people die. It's not your business to know. That's between them and God. How would you like God to reveal your relationship with him to other people? That's not something that he's going to do because his love is encompassing. He is not going to tell about what you and him talk about at 2 and 3 in the morning, you know, where you you might not accept or or live for God, like, um, out in the open on the regular, but then that personal relationship that you have with him in the middle of the night, where you say, Lord, I need this, or Lord, I need this to happen, and, and then he, ha- and he makes that happen. Those intimate moments between you and the Lord are sacred. That's y'all business and that is y'all time. And he's not going to brandish that about and put that on some type of poster board to say that people can um, delve into uh, your business and your relationship. But we do have to stop blaming God for bad things. We always seem to forget that is a very real enemy that's coming after us. So, with this enemy we know he is always behind the scenes starting trouble john 10 10 says that the thief cometh not but to kill steal and destroy but jesus says i have come to give you life and that more abundantly and that's something that we have to hold on to he didn't come to cause us destruction he came to Place a plan in your life so that you could follow it, so that you could understand the love that God has for you. And in 1 John 4 16, it says specifically that God is love, He is love. And most people don't combine this love, but if you think about it, and if you go to 1 Corinthians, 13 where it talks about the definition of love it it will it tells you that love is patient and kind it does not envy or boast it's not arrogant or rude it does not insist on having its own way it is not irritable so you can't irritate god uh he won't be resentful towards you he doesn't rejoice at wrongdoings but rejoices with truth love bears all things believe all things hopes all things and endure all things love never ends and that is the type of love that god has for us it's patient and kind it's encouraging it's not rude it's not envious of us he is there With his arms stretched out to humanity saying, if you will only trust me, I can show you the life that I have planned for you. I can give you the things that you are seeking. Do you need hope? I can give you hope. Do you need peace? I can give you peace. You know, He is for us. He is not against us. And I think that right now in our world, people need to know how great his love is for us. I'm not not talking about grace. I'm not talking about mercy. It's included in love. However, this time is so fast. People don't want to go to church anymore. They don't want to believe God, but somebody has to stand up and say to the world, God loves you. He is on your side. He wants you. He knows about you. He cares for you. And we have to put that in place that he is not trying to destroy us. He is there for us. He wants us to win in his life. So you know, if you don't believe anything else, believe that He loves you and that He has a place for you in this world and that He has a plan for your life, no matter what. You know, you can jump in at five or you can jump in at 95 or 105. It doesn't make a difference. God loves us. So, what makes me so passionate about the love of God? Three things. When I first found out that he loved me, I couldn't understand the gravity or the weight of it. I didn't love myself. So how could this being, this entity, love me? But I began to study the word and I understood more and more how much he loved me. And because he loved me, despite everything that I had been through, that gave me the opportunity to love me. And I started to love myself because, number one, I knew he was in my corner, right? I knew he would never turn his back on me. And it it took some time to get there to understand that with the love of God in place, this is my second point, You have a presence of peace that regardless if you go into a room and there is a hundred people in the room, some family, some not, and not one of them really accepts you. Now, they don't really like you. They don't really care for you. They talk about you. It doesn't matter. You can walk around that room With a megawatt smile on your face. Because you know that you are accepted in God. And that he loves you. And that there is nothing that can move you off that mountain. That he has placed you in in his heart. It's powerful. It's powerful. Because earlier I had an incident where one of my sisters attacked me. And, uh... And I'm going to just keep it real. My mom threw me under the bus and I was like, wow, this is out of control. But I left my mom's house. And as I drove home, explaining the story to one of my other sisters, I realized that there was no hurt. They can't hurt me. Because God places a shield over me. Because my acceptance is not trying to get people to understand and accept who I am. It's knowing that God loves Tanya. And that's the end all to be all. I'm accepted in him. Okay? And nothing can stop that. And the third thing I want you to take away is... Try his love every day, and he will show up for you. He will not disappoint. To have conversations, commune with God, read the Bible. You know, often, you know, people will tell you, you need to pray for an hour, and, you know whatever rituals they have but you have to set your own standard you have to set your own um regimen with god sometimes i get up and he said you need to pray (laughs) okay i'm going to And I take myself right back to sleep. And I'll get back up. And I know instantly, let me pray. And, you know, sometimes he'll tell me to do something. i say, I'll get to that. And he'll say, no, I need you to do it now. So it's just, it's just, you have to form a routine with god that's that's your relationship you can't live anybody else's relationship with god you can't look at other christians and say why aren't they doing what they're supposed to do that ain't your business you gotta mind your own business you you have to press toward the mark you can't be worried about what uh sister so-and-so and deacon what your name is doing. You have to just focus on you, focus on what the Bible tells you to do, and you let God worry about the other thing. That's how come people do not live a long and happy life because they always worried about somebody else's business. Get your own business with God. Get your own relationship cooking. Get your own direction in this life because not one of those people have a heaven or a hell to place you into, so why are you worried about them? Don't worry about it. The little boy on the um, TikTok, he said, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And I'm just going to leave you with this in Ephesians 1, 6. And it says, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us acceptable in the beloved. Let us focus on his phrase. He Hath made us accepted in the beloved and I just want to remind you that you are loved and he does care for you with an everlasting love and I appreciate you so much for listening to me today. Have a great one. Thank you for joining us today at tanya j Wright podcast praise you for the rest station we look forward to seeing you next time if you ever want to contact me please my email address is t-o-n-y-a-j-w-r-i-t-e at gmail.com thanks for joining bye bye now